Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, here with my co-host, Laurel Boyven. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life with Laurel and Laurel, the two Laurels. Hey, Laurel, how are you today? I'm well, how are you today? I'm doing really well. We have a great topic and we probably need every minute to talk about it. And the topic is, I feel like I need a drum roll for this one, Laurel. It's so big. (laughs) Compassion versus judgment for other people's choices. We need every minute and then some for this one. I know. I have to say that I personally, I'll call myself out. I really had such a big judge in me. And when other people were exhibiting what I consider to be bad behavior, I was the biggest critic and internal judge of all of that, of anybody's business. And it was hard work to change that, I have to tell you. I'm just, I'm just going to put it right out there, right at the beginning, everybody who's listening, especially for the people that are listening to me and they know me as being a really compassionate, non-judgmental, understanding person. It's probably because I had to look at like my own judge, right? Who of course is first and foremost, a self-critic and a self-judge and get to work on how do we, how, how was I going to not uphold that because I did not value judgment. I valued compassion and understanding and kindness and respect. And I felt like every time I was judging internally, I was not any of those things that I valued. So for me, it was a, it was a lot of work and I'm so glad that I did it because it's so freeing to be, to be free of the judge, not free of the internal judge, but to be aware of it when it comes up like, Oh, there's some judge. (laughs) Yeah, there's Judge Laurel again. Here she's Judge Laurel. Oh, she thinks she's so big and smart. Oh, look at her. (laughs) So I have so many questions. Mm. Now, our (laughs) listeners may not know this, but we don't know each other. Uh, We know each other well now, but it hasn't been a lifetime of knowing each other. We met maybe 14, 15 months ago. So two questions. What, What do you see as the root of your judgment mm-hmm. yeah. it's one of my questions yeah and then how did you overcome that mm. so the first one is I think ultimately as I peeled away layers and did a lot of my work I think my judge was really a form of maintaining a sense of inner control like if I judged it and I put it in a category I had control over it in my inner world. And even though I might not be able to control it out there, I did a lot of inner judging because I, I was also a conflict avoider. So if you're going to be an inner, if you're going to be a judge, a person that just has a lot of opinions and judges everything, you got to be ready for some conflict if you're just going to spit it out there. Right. So mine was all internalized because I 
I didn't want to have conflict with people. So I might have been thinking, wow, that's not very good. But on the outside, I was going, oh, OK, <laughs> going along with things. Right. So. Um, so, yeah. So I feel like for me, it was just a sense of control, like, you know, um, and it was also probably a self-validation of my own value system, you know, oh, I don't think that's very nice, right? And, or I don't think that's a kind way to be in the world. And so I would judge it rather than call somebody out on it. Um, and it was because really it was just validating. I think kindness is a good thing. And so I think the world should all be, everybody should be kind in the world, right? Yeah. So that's the answer to your first question. And the answer to your second question is, um, Probably first, becoming aware of it always, awareness first, right? Second, um, this actually came from one of my first teachers, awareness, tolerance, choice. He used to always say ATC, 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 awareness, tolerance, and choice. So being aware that my judge and my critic was at, uh, had the upper hand internally um, and then tolerating it. So rather than judging the judge, <laughs> just going, oh, there's my judge. And then seeing what it was saying, tolerating the experience. Also where we were in our last podcast was like doing the intern. How is that making me feel like, what does embodied judgment actually feel like? Which Ooh. for me feels really lousy. It does not feel good in my body. Like I don't like the way it feels. And then choosing to say, oh, I don't want to be judging here. What is, what, what is it? How is it that I want to show up? And how am I, what am I going to do differently? Right. Which for me is, comes back to something I know you've talked about a lot in our podcast, which is replacing the judge with curiosity. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I love that you brought up, you know, the embodied judgment. I, oh. I, if any of our listeners have ever experienced judgment, feeling good in their bodies, I want to know. Because yeah. <laughs> I do think judgment is, is a feeling that doesn't feel good. No, um, not for me. And, and the curiosity is hard. You know, mm -hmm. we're raised in a world where things are right or wrong, right? Mm -hmm. We're taught mm -hmm. this from our earliest experience, right? Mm -hmm. This is right and this is wrong. And what is right or wrong for you, for me, for any person, is really the system that we grew up in, right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's hard not to judge. Oftentimes judgment, I think, comes from fear. And our fear comes from the uncomfortableness of, oh, they're not like me, right? I'm not like mm -hmm. them. So let me judge them so I don't have to continue to feel that this, this longing for belongingness, right? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. oh, they're different than me. Let me judge them. And that yeah. makes it safe for me to be separate from them. Like, right. And so the right. curiosity, you know, for me, I don't, it was not intentional, but I think from a very young age, I have been very open to accepting other people's differences. Mm -hmm. I don't really know where it came from. Mm -hmm. um, at a young age, I wouldn't have called it curiosity, but just acknowledging that, okay, that's not for me, but there must be a reason it's for them. Mm -hmm. Now I can say that with, you know, kind of still the, the, the rules of the game of, you know, uh, harm, harming other people is never okay in my right, mind. Right. Right. But, but how can you accept someone's choices? They're different than yours. 
but right. that person is different than you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this, this transition, right. For have, having compassion for people's choices versus judging people's choices is really that transition word. is just the word you just said, which is accepting, right. Mm. Other people's choices that they're their choices. There may not be our choices, but they are their choices. And then how, how do you, how do, what do you do with that afterwards? Right. Uh, you know, you might not embrace it or applaud it or whatever, but there's always a reason that people choose what they choose. And I think, you know, I think I mentioned this in another podcast, my, my compassion, my state of compassion grew the most from when I had a, a therapist who said, you know, see everybody as the walking wounded, imagine everybody with a big bandage around their head, right? And most people's poor behavior, or hurtful behavior, Usually, if you can travel back internally in their story, it comes from them being hurt. Wounded people wound other people generally. And so um, to have compassion that they have a story that brought them to this place where they're behaving less than maybe exemplary or kind or whatever it is, it's not that we are going to embrace it or want more of it, but there can be some compassion there. um, And not just quick judgment, right, to start to recognize to be curious about what is their story? How did they get from here to here? And honestly, you know, I'm going to just put this out there as my big opinion of the day, but, you know, I think we need that in the world more than anything else today is because we're so divided in our, in our, in our culture in so many different ways. And we don't have tolerance for the other people's story. And we don't know how to have curiosity about how do they come to believe that or want that? You know, it, this, this might be a rabbit hole. Just a warning. Here we go. But <laughs> oh, um, you know, it, it comes. I can't help but think of of harm. Like so, in the world we live in, where we are so protective of what is, you know, our right or what is ours. Yeah. You know, we really do interpret harm. What's harmful to me? But if we could take a step back and really, you know. Is it harmful to me that this person, you know, believes this or think or values this or thinks this is important, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, again, in the in there are places that, you know, wounded people wound people or hurt people hurt people. Um, and so there is a, you know, there is a time when, yes, it is directly harmful, but so much of what we get all worked up over and judge other people for really has nothing to do with us individually. Right. Right. And so that would be even more than curiosity. It would be, does this really, is it harmful to me? Right. Right. Right? Yeah. Most often it's not. Right. Right. And I think, you know, I want to go back to, um, now that I've called myself out and sound like a really judgy person, I want to go, go back to like, who I, who I am in my heart of hearts, which is I'm not really a judgy person. Um, it might be too late to sound that way, but um, I really am not. And I, and I feel like what I am is I'm really sensitive and I'm really empathic and I really care about other people deeply. And if I'm around people that don't, don't exhibit those qualities as well, I can get very hurt. 
and I need to self-protect. Mm. And so there's that component, right? That we talked about where, where does my judge come from? That's that need for control. Right. And, and not always in a bad way. Like it can sound like, Oh, I have a high level of need for control. That's a bad thing, but there's, it's also a good thing because I'm an empathic person. And if I don't control my environment to a certain extent, right, I'm not going to be a help to anybody because I'm going to just feel so worn out and so tired and so exhausted by everybody else's energy or be giving or trying to take care of people and and so in the wrong and maybe not a helpful way. So like these things are all related. And that's why we're having this conversation today, because it is a complex, it can be a complex equation to look at for yourself. It is. And when I yeah. mentioned the rabbit hole before, one of the thoughts I had that I didn't get to, because you know how my thoughts happen, they come and go so quickly, <laughs> but was about um, boundaries, right? Yeah. And so yeah. compassion and judgment, you can't yeah. have compassion and you can't have judgment without ha- having boundaries. And, right. and let's face it, boundaries are important and good for you, right? Yes, absolutely. And so, absolutely. you know, when you think, We are people who are capable of judging at times. Uh, That's different than we're judgmental people, right? Right, We have the capability to be compassionate compassionate, and we have the capability to be judgmental. Right, right. But we also have the authority and capability to have boundaries. And so it is true. If someone harms you, violates your boundaries, that might result in a judgment first and compassion second, right? Right, right. Absolutely. So, you know, this is, this is, it is a messy mix of things we're talking about here. It is. And, and I want to say for our listeners, this is a really important point that you're bringing up because we can get confused or, or misunderstand like the, the pathway out that we're talking about. And, you can have a lot of compassion and still set really strong boundaries with somebody else. Those, those things can go hand in hand because you're compassionate for somebody's um, wounding or bad story or whatever is not, doesn't mean you're going to excuse their bad behavior or let them get away with it, quote unquote, or, or make it okay that they did it. Those, that's not compassion. Compassion is simply you know, uh, being with somebody else in feeling and understanding there's something there, right, to be understood. And it isn't that we're saying it's okay, because you're compassionate, what you did was okay. Those, those are and even acceptance isn't that it's just knowing this thing happened. And now what, right? Well, now what are we going to do with it? So I feel like we really it's so important for us to understand that, because I do think that especially for people that are really sensitive or people that have been manipulated by other people that are less understanding or less kind or less respectful of their time. They've come to believe that they're supposed to be compassionate. Their compassion is about overlooking other people's bad behavior or whatever. So we need to like really look at that. That's a big one for yourself to tease out where are you with that? What does that mean to you? And how, how can you be compassionate and set boundaries that are healthy for you and other people? I'm so glad you went there. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it has me thinking about if we're, if we are using our compassion 
um, or our acceptance as mechanisms or means to avoid conflict, that might be the red flag, right? For mm, like, good. like yeah. how, you know, when you are compassionate, when you are accepting, you know, what, what's the reason behind that? Is it really yeah. because you're practicing, you know, more objective um, observer, non-judgmental behavior, mm-hmm. or is it because you are con- um, avoiding conflict? Right, right, right. And not wanting or not, or not being willing to stand up for what you really believe in. That's right. You know, to, to, to address like the bigger, the, to, to kind of, I think, I think there's a certain level as we're speaking about all of this, right? Um, the word self-leadership keeps coming up, this idea of like, being the leader first of yourself, right? How you want to show up in the world, understanding your value system, adhering to that, leading yourself in that way, and then leading others to be able to communicate in those ways where you've already done your work, right? And you do um, can speak about compassion. You can speak about kindness. You can ask them what their value is around that. Have a conversation about the beautiful work really is what we're talking about. Like how do we start to lead other people and having conversations about this work that we're doing? If they're, it's not on their top of their priority list, but they still want to have relationships with us. Right. Yeah. 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 And that ties back into boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And communication. So, so much to talk about Laurel. I know. (laughs) I know. So Laurel, when you think about um, compassion, you know, versus judgment of other people's choices. Do you feel like um, there's something else today we really need to kind of get into or somewhere else that we need to go with our topic that we haven't yet? Anything else kind of percolating? I, in there? I had one, one, one more thought, and it's about mm. judgment. Mm. You know, when judgment shows up, often we judge other people for exactly what we judge ourselves for, right? Yes, absolutely. And so when judgment shows up and, and perhaps you're judging someone else, you know, maybe just pause long enough to ask, why do I judge myself for that? Yeah. Yeah. And is how it, do I? Yeah. yeah how, how do I judge myself for that? Yeah. Is, it judge, is your judgment of others misplaced? And can you soften? Can you be more com- self-compassionate? Yeah. So as a way of learning to judge other people less. Yeah. I want to use um, an example here because I, I feel like um, what you're talking about um, has, has that piece to it. And then I think uh, uh, another uh, kind of a counter piece to that is um, judging, judging ourselves so deeply or, 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 or avoiding judgment that it's a shadow thing in ourselves. And it's, it's something we're, that we're not even acknowledging that we have. And I'm going to use myself as an example and an example in my life, because this was big work for me at some point, right? Was I was really bothered by people that would come into conversation and they would only talk about themselves and they wouldn't ask anything about anyone else. And I found it narcissistic, selfish and self-absorbed. And like I had, a, you know, judgments around it, how it was. And um, I had to come to terms with it because 
um, these people were in my life and they weren't going to go anywhere because they happened to be F-A-M-I-L-Y. <laughs> and so um, I had to, you know, really come to terms with this, right? And so I would, knowing what I had known, I've been doing my beautiful work for quite a while and I would sit with myself in my meditation chair and I'd say, okay, how is this showing up in me? How is this showing up in me? And what is it that I, you know, I'm, I must be judging myself. And I finally discovered that it was really a shadow aspect of myself, right? It was, I wouldn't talk about myself. Like I was, I, I literally like shut myself down because I didn't want to be seen that way. And so I, I, I was probably too shut down around myself and I, and I don't know how to walk. And I also don't know how to walk into the room and just start talking about myself and commanding attention. It's not my natural state, right? Neither one. And so um, what I, what I had to do is like stay with that for a while. Right. And say, who says that's a bad quality, right? I, I, I want attention. I want people to listen to me. It's not that I don't want to be attended to or heard or understood or be witnessed. I want those things. Those things are really, really important to me. And so, so those people can just go get it. Right? They have no problem with just going and getting it. Like, why is that a bad thing, Laurel? (laughs) Why can't I be just like that? (laughs) Why now I want that quality, right? So to like sit with the thing that we're judging, to look at where it is or isn't showing up in our lives, to be honest with ourselves about that, to come to terms with that. How, How does that show up in me or not show up in me? Or why am I uncomfortable with that part of myself or whatever it is, is such a, beautiful journey. And I will tell you that it's, it's helped me a lot, right? It's helped me a lot in those relationships to just accept this, this is, this is how they show up in relationships. Am I ever going to have a really deep, you know, intimate relationship with them? Seems unlikely, right? But it doesn't make it wrong or bad, right? I don't need to be judging it that as wrong or bad or a wrong way to be in relationships. Like, Hey, if it works for them and other relationships in their life, who am I to say it's wrong or bad? I don't, why, why would I, who am I to say that's, that's, you, you need to change. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's such a good example. Such, yeah. and oftentimes it is that which, which, which we judge are parts of ourselves that we have neglected, abandoned, ignored that, you know, we just don't for one of whatever reason, yeah. we don't let that come through us. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think it's also being okay with, for me, it was also okay with, um, you know, you can have a cordial and friendly or uh, distant or, or just an okay relationship with people in your family. Doesn't have to always be great and intimate and deep and whatever. It can just be kind of like whatever it is. Why, why is that wrong? Again, why is that wrong or bad? You know, all people aren't for all people, you know, we, we, that's why we live in communities and groups and get along, you know, and all of that. And our job is, I think, as we said before, you know, in this world today is to be tolerant, you know, that we, there are others out in the world that are not like us. And um, if we could just do no harm, we'd be probably okay with all of that. Do no harm. (laughs) And don't imagine harm being done to you. Yes. How yes, is, you know, right, how is someone right, that might right. be a little more, more self-focused? How are they harming you? Right. Are they? Right. No, 
No, absolutely not. And and now it was my choice. Once I could see it for what it was and I was okay with it and I came to terms, it was like, oh, hey, they're not my people. <laughs> they're not my people. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So, um, so we invite everybody today to, as you're, as you're beginning to live more and more in the beautiful work, to look at this idea of judgment and how can you begin to develop, you know, a sense of curiosity, compassion, bring compassion into it. Um, we need so much more compassion than we need judgment in the world today. We are in, a, we are in a, if we, if we saw like the scales, right. And compassion was on one side and judgment was on the other. Compassion would be lifting off the ground. You know, judgment would be so heavy, right? We have so much of it. And I think, you know, collectively, the more that we can grow some compassion and bring it to our relationships and ourselves, how, um, how much more beautiful the world will be. Yeah. Oh, just, it just sounds so much more peaceful, even within yeah. ourselves, you know, start yeah. there, right? Yeah, yeah. Start within. So any journaling question coming up for you, Laurel, for our listeners today? Um, I think the journaling question I would raise is, you know, pay attention to judgment. Just notice when judgment shows up for you mm -hmm. and, just, you know, notice or, or kind of feel into, is that judgment an indicator of something um, that you are judging yourself for, or that a shadow side that you do not allow to exist? Right? Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. I'm going to go back to what you said before, encourage people to also, as you're journaling in that way, um, see if you can do the exercise of how, when, you, when you're in a state of judging, right? Forget the story, because judging tends to be a th thought thing that we have. It's a head, a very much a head game. So forget that for a little bit and then come down and start to notice how you feel in your body. Like, let's start to connect. You know, you and I were talking about how uncomfortable it is really to feel judgment. Where do you feel the judgment in, the in your body? How does it feel? What's happening in your body as you're judging and your mind is doing all that? what's actually happening in your physical body and beginning to pay attention to that. And then I would encourage everybody to do that same exercise um, and just replace the word compassion for judgment, mm. right? What you suggested around judgment, just notice your compassion, notice when it's coming up and the same thing with your body, how you feel in your body when yeah. you're experiencing compassion, right? Yeah. Oh, those are yeah. great. We're going to have fun with those journal prompts this week. We are, we are going to go, uh, deepen my my relationship with my compassion this week and my judgment and really bring it back to the forefront and notice notice where I am with all of that. Good. So well, thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you for the rich conversation today. And we invite our listeners to uh, feel free to send us questions. I know we say that oftentimes in our in our exit and our intro, but we really mean it. You know, if you have questions or you want you have topics that you know you want us to speak into or questions feel free to send them along. We're here for you and we will see everybody next week. Right, Laurel? Yes. I can't wait. Me too. Have a All great right. week. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye for now. We're glad you're with us on this journey. If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. 
Did you know that we're both life coaches? It would be an honor to work with you. When you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work, you'll find our contact information in the show notes. Thanks for being with us here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics that you'd like to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all.